Welcome to Sully Says, Musings on Sales and Life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully uh, joining you this evening, as promised earlier today, and I want to talk to you about something that's incredibly personal to me and incredibly painful. Let me give you a little background. First of all, it's the first time I've ever gone live on both my Facebook personal page and my business page. So I'm going to try to kind of focus straight ahead and then hope that I'm catching both of you guys. But you saw the quote I posted today, don't let your past define you, destroy you or defeat you. Let it strengthen you. And that is a mantra that I have used my entire life. It's something that is very near and dear to me. And I thought tonight, you know, I've spent probably the last eight months doing videos, uh, building your trust, uh, getting a presence out there. And I I thought it was important that I, I did that before I told this story. Because the fact of the matter is there's probably five people in my life that truly know this story. Uh, about what I had to deal with growing up. And I'm going to get emotional, and I'm sure my buddies are going to break my chops about it, and I'm fully prepared for that, or else I wouldn't be doing this. But the fact is, I think it's a story that needs to be told, and I think it'll resonate with a lot of people, one way or another. So first and foremost, I was bullied uh, very badly throughout my entire life. As a child... Uh, through middle school, junior high, high school, even college, and somewhat into my adult life. And everybody that's been bullied, they have one event that they specifically remember. And my event uh, happened in sixth uh, grade at uh, St. Mary's in Glenshaw, Pennsylvania. I uh, pretty much minded my own business. I didn't bother anybody. But for some reason... Uh, a few of the 8th graders, only went up to 8th grade, but a few of the 8th graders decided that I was an easy mark. So what they did was they made it their mission to pick on me. Uh, you know, a little heckling here and there, some pushing around in the lockers, that sort of thing. I was mostly able to keep my distance, except during recess. And there was one particular incident, I guess you would call it the tipping point in a negative way, is uh, they approached me at recess with a group of about six or seven other eighth graders and formed a circle around me, and my friends dispersed. So it was them and me, and uh, they had a rope. It was actually a shoelace. I, some of you girls might remember those old shoes that wrapped around the ankle, the long shoelace. Well, they had taken that, and they had used it and, and, and put it around my neck. And they tried to grab my arm, Fortunately, I was able to get it in there and was able to protect myself somewhat, but it could have been 30 seconds, it could have been a minute, I don't know how long, but one of the nuns came over, and this is how long ago it was, there was actually nuns in habits. She came over, broke it up, saw me on the ground, I was crying, had a big welt on my neck, I didn't have to rat anybody out, it was pretty obvious what happened. But at that point I realized that there are some pretty nasty people out there, and they were picking on someone weaker than them, and I didn't know why. So I'd already made arrangements to transfer prior to this year uh, to seventh grade to Scheller High School. And I'd like to tell you that everyone lived happily ever after, but the fact is it went from bad to worse. You know, part of it was I was the new kid. 
Any of you guys have ever seen the movie Rudy? Uh, there's a quote in there where he says, you know, I was five foot nothing, a hundred nothing, and that was pretty much me. I was a weakling. I didn't look anything like I did now. Believe me, I wish I did. Uh, there's a few scores I'd like to settle. But invariably, being the new kid, I got in fights. And fights I could handle. I mean, fights are part of the process of being a new kid. But then there was another level of something that I had never experienced before. It was just physical and emotional abuse. Uh, people making fun of how big my head was, uh, saying I had a big nose, making fun of my ears, telling me that I had like these floppy discs for ears. You know the worst part about it? I didn't even notice. I mean, I looked in the mirror, I said, hey, you know, I, I'm not great looking, I'm not ugly, I've got too few too many freckles for my taste, but I'm all right. But once they told me that, I couldn't look in the mirror anymore without seeing that. And it started to really destroy me. And the worst part about it was relentless. It was like a brush fire. Once one kid heard about it, another kid did it, another kid did it, and they sensed my weakness and they just went for the kill. And it took everything I had every single day not to just break down and cry. And I held it together. And it happened on the bus too. And I got to the bus and I, I, my lip would be quivering. My eyes would be filled with tears, but I wouldn't let them see me cry. And I'd do those 12 houses down from the bus stop to my uh, street. And invariably... I'd see my mother at the front door and she would have uh, this look in her face and she would see me and she knew and I would just lose it. I mean, shaking, the tears would be so much. And she would just hug me and say, do you want me to talk to somebody? And I said, no, I have to deal with this on my own. I have to figure this out. This is my problem. And then she'd make me some cookies and some milk and I'd be fine. Uh, you know, and, and the thing that was my saving grace in addition to my mother, and I'm so lucky she was there for me and, you know, was home. Uh, we had that luxury, but is that I had a break from about 3.30 every day after school until about 8 a.m. the next day. I didn't have social media. Thank God. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have Snapchat. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have text messaging. Hell, I didn't have any of the internet. So that was my reprieve. That was my break. Because as God is my witness, if I had to deal with that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like these kids have to today, there's not a doubt in my mind. There's not a doubt in my mind that I would have tried to kill myself. Because you know what? These kids made me hate myself. It made me feel horrible about myself. And I did nothing to them. <sighs> Sorry. But then all of a sudden, something happened. I found soccer. Okay, I was playing this whole time, and I started playing goalkeeper. And something occurred to me. I was pretty good. It was pretty simple. There was the ball, there was the goal, and there was me in between. And my job was to keep that ball out of that goal. And I loved it. It was an escape. And it was my chance to build confidence. And you know what pisses off bullies more than anything? Is a weakling with confidence. <laughs> so what I did is I said, okay, well, if it worked for soccer, let me do some more stuff. So what I started to do is I immersed myself in every activity possible. I did the morning announcements. I did the yearbook. I, uh, 
I did the announcing of the, uh, I mean, I did school newspaper. I did the introductions at the soccer or the football games, the basketball games. I did the TV station. I even emceed the talent show. You know what happened along the way? Is not only was my confidence starting to build, but I found my passion. I loved it. I loved being on the radio. I loved being on the TV. So this horrible event that could have made me go into my shell did the exact opposite. And it made me find something that I loved. So for that, I'll be forever grateful. And I like to tell you that when I got that confidence that it stopped, but the fact is it got worse. But three things happened along the way. Number one, I realized that I was 100% in control. I was never going to change them. They had their own issues, their own insecurities, and that's what drove them. But what I could change was my reaction to them. The second thing is I developed a razor sharp wit. I want to thank my dad and my mother to some extent for that. And there's, you know, it's the old saying, um, there's no sense having um, a battle of wits with an unarmed man. Well, I was armed and I used it and I could, <laughs> I could sting a bully in a heartbeat with that wit. And it's something I've kept with me over the years and it's helped serve me well. And it diffuses many situations. And the second thing is I developed a self-deprecating sense of humor. Because I want to tell you one thing. If you want to take the wind out of a bully's sails, make fun of yourself first. Laugh at yourself. Because then they have nothing. So I got good at figuring out my own weaknesses. And I'd bring them up, take the wind out of their sails. And everything worked out perfectly. But here's what hurt the most as I look back. I guess the biggest thing is it, it never stopped. I mean, this continued in high school, college. Even as a grown-up, I'll still hear people make a comment about my nose or my ears. If I don't do it first just to diffuse the situation, get it out of the way. But most of the time, it came from friends, like people that I considered really good friends. Like we'd have get-togethers, be three of us, we'd have a sleepover, and invariably two of them would gang up on me and just pick on me. And I'd, it'd be time to go to sleep, and I'd bury my head in my pillow, and I'd cry myself to sleep so they couldn't hear me. I'm thinking, these are my friends. What are my enemies going to be like? The attacks were relentless, and they were brutal. These people were so insecure, they found the biggest weaknesses they could, and they attacked them. And finally, I stopped trusting people. And even to this day, I find myself walking into a room of people and not trusting any of them until I get to know them and I can get that trust and build that trust. So why am I doing this? Why am I burying my soul? Why am I talking to some friends, but a lot of strangers about this? Well, number one, all of us have been through bad, life-altering shit in our life. I don't care what it is. We've all been through it. All right? Everyone's got a story to tell. So let's cut each other some slack. Bullies suck. Okay? We all need to stand up to them. We might have them uh, at school, our kids. Uh, we might have them at work. Uh, we might have them in our neighborhood, our friends, wherever. But we have them in our life. We've got to step up and put them in their place. Parents, talk to your kids. Ask them who they're talking to on uh, Snapchat, Instagram. What's being said? Are they okay? Is there anything on their mind? Because having my mom there was such a huge difference in my life. And I wouldn't have been through this without her. Your past can shape you, it can drive you, and it can motivate you. But no way, shape, or form will it ever define you unless you let it. 
And the fact is, the most important lesson I learned is in the midst of all the bad stuff that I was going through in my life, I found my character and I found my purpose. And everything I am today came from the pain, the anger, the humiliation, and the sadness that I experienced in my life. And the bullies, you guys know who you are. Some of you may be watching. I don't know. You drove me to become the best version of myself. So I want to thank those of you who tried to break me, tear me down, and tell me I wasn't good enough. And I have a message for you. I won. You lost. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks so much for listening to the Sully Says Podcast. If we made a connection today, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via my website, ricksully.com, or via email at rick at ricksully.com. I'm available for sales training, personal development coaching, and motivational speaking, with a focus on how being a childhood bullying victim taught me to find my character, passion, and purpose. I hope to hear from you soon, and please make it a great day. Oh, 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 oh,